Hi there. Welcome to the While You Wait podcast, where it's all about helping women just like you learn about the bladder while you're waiting for your appointment with that specialist. Each week, I'll combine science, medicine, and common sense so you can learn, become empowered, and get started on your journey to dryness. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Boyles, a board-certified urogynecologist. Let's get started. Hi there. I'm here today with Meredith Brzezinski, who is a physical therapist here in Portland, Oregon, who works in kind of a unique model where she comes to you um, at your home rather than having you come into the office. So um, let's go ahead and get started. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Do you just want to say a couple of things about yourself and why you like this area of work? Absolutely. First off, thanks for having me. It's great to connect with you again. And my again, my name is Meredith. I'm a physical therapist, and I do provide all in-home care um, with the focus on pelvic floor physical therapy. And we have therapists all across the country that offer this same version of care. And I find that it's actually one of the most appropriate ways to offer pelvic floor PT because there are so many barriers to getting people into PT, whether it's kids, schedules, all of that, we're able to provide a lot of convenience by coming into the home and a lot of comfortability by being able to see people in their own environment. And and is there a certain group of women that you're really targeting and, and trying to work with, you know, a special time of life? Absolutely. We see a lot of pregnancy postpartum that tends to be kind of our bread and butter. And a lot of that, again, is just due to the convenience of coming in home um, with kids. It makes it much easier to just have the hour long appointment and not needing the commute time. But we also focus on things like pelvic pain, endometriosis. The list goes on and on in terms of pelvic floor diagnoses that we can treat. So um, we treat all genders. We treat all bodies. Anybody that has a pelvic floor is welcome in our environment. Which is everybody. So I, th- <laughs> I think that's so great, right? Because I think one of the limiting factors to physical therapy is getting there. Right. I mean, because that frequently takes a lot of time. And I think physical therapy is just so really important for a lot of women after they deliver, but that is also just an impossible time. Right. So I think that this model really breaks down a lot of barriers. You know, one of the things that I wanted you to talk about is whether you feel patients are more comfortable at home or less comfortable at home. What's that like going into someone's home for you? Definitely. So I used to work in a clinic and I actually transitioned a couple of the clients that I worked in the clinic with to in-home care. And I think that was really the most eye-opening experience to be able to see the change that occurred. And it was remarkable how many of the clients who had kind of plateaued or weren't necessarily making much progress made significant gains once we transitioned to the home environment. And I think there's so many reasons for that. I think, again, being comfortable is a big piece of it. I think Pelvic health is such an intimate area that we treat. So having somebody really, truly feel comfortable to share all the pieces of what's going on. But then also we're able to really look at their environment and see what they're doing. I'm the believer that there's not one exercise that's going to cure everything. We really have to look at how we're moving throughout the day. And so if we're, you know, carrying baby in and out of the crib or whatever it is in a 
way that maybe isn't ideal for the body, then that's going to contribute to symptoms. And so really being able to look at that, look at them in their nursery, check out their situation. Um, We look at how everybody is sleeping in their bed so we can really get a true assessment of what's going on in their environment and how that contributes to their symptoms. Yeah. You know, in a lot of ways that makes just so much more sense, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the clinic is somewhat of an artificial environment where you can put someone in kind of a perfect position and you're not seeing the things that they do at home, right? So I think seeing someone's workstation, seeing, you know, the nursery, seeing how they're sleeping, I mean, all of those things you would then be able to tweak, right? And then offer um, suggestions on how to improve it. And, and it's funny how, you know, sitting slightly differently, a different chair, maybe a little bit higher, maybe a standing desk, you know, all of those things can just make a, a huge difference in symptoms. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you find that women really like this. How, how do women find you? How do you get most of your patients? Because I don't think that this is something that's particularly well known. Yeah, you know, I think um, it's slowly but surely changing that pelvic health is being more well known about um, pelvic floor PT as a treatment is being more widely spread. But it it is one of those things where a lot of people don't even know that we exist. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, we our hope is to be able to get clients from a number of different providers who are educating people about this opportunity. Most of our clients come from our website where we're they're searching on their own for either in-home physical therapy, concierge physical therapy, or just pelvic health in general and coming across us. And again, I think the in-home care just allows them to be able to fit it into their schedule so much better. So that's why they follow through with us. But it's really interesting. In the last five years, I really believe the pelvic floor world has come very far in terms of education Mm -hmm. and letting people know about us, but it's still, um, I still come across people on a daily basis who don't know what in the world I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, um, becoming more widely known, but, but there are also huge gaps in knowledge, or I, you know, I think sometimes um, a lot of women have heard of physical, um, pelvic floor physical therapy, but aren't sure what you do, what conditions you treat, when would be a good time to plug in with a pelvic floor physical therapist. I mean, my personal feeling is I think everybody needs a physical therapist and a counselor more than a physician, right? I think that's where, you know, most of our problems, you know, usually lie and where most of the prevention is, but, but there is still a lot of education there. Is there anyone that you can think of that you don't think at home PT would be a good option? It wouldn't be a good fit? Yeah, sometimes we come across clients who find that their home environment is a little bit of a stressful place, um, whether it's because of children or, you know, construction or, you know, there's so many things that could be going on in someone's home. And so they, you know, ask for an in-clinic option. And so we direct them towards another physical therapist that would work for them. Um, We talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but our goal is really to get people physical therapy care, um, whether it's with us or whether it's with someone else. We just want this to be accessible to everybody and everyone to know that it's going to be something that can help them. Yeah, I I didn't think about that, right? So I think new baby, it's probably good to do it at home. New baby, you know, plus a 
three to five year old, perhaps, you know, not quite as convenient or relaxing, or perhaps not as much of a focus on mom at that particular point in time. Yeah, in construction, that sounds like a little bit of a nightmare. So how can people find you? And and I'll add all of this in the show notes so that, you know, it's easy to find, but but where would someone look for you? Yeah, so our main website is conciergephysicaltherapist.com and you can find all the locations that we have. Um, we're in over 20 states um, with physical therapists, both orthopedic and pelvic health specialists. And then you can follow me on Instagram at dr.meredithpt. And I post a lot of information about pelvic health um, and just how to access it, what's normal, what's not normal, all those different things. So it's a great place to just get some free information as well. Yeah, that sounds great. And do you have any tips or information that you want women to know about their pelvic floor? Any, any, you know, your, any pearls? Yeah, yeah. So one thing I think um, is important to know is that, you know, nobody's really taught us about this part of our body. When we think about the health education that we receive in school and things like that, no one ever really talks about the pelvic floor and what its role is. Oftentimes, the first time people experience any of this information is during pregnancy or postpartum. But as we talked about, everybody has a pelvic floor. So, you know, knowing some about this area, what's normal, what's not normal, everybody goes to the bathroom on a daily basis. So just knowing how to take care of this area can be really helpful. And so I think following some pelvic floor physical therapists on Instagram, things like that, to just know what's normal can be really beneficial. And then I also think it's important to know that it's never too late to try pelvic floor physical therapy. A lot of times people think, oh, well, I'm, you know, 40 years postpartum. There's no way that it's going to help me now. Um, But the truth is, is that the reason that I love treating the pelvic floor is because the change happen so rapidly. And a lot of it is just because we don't have a good connection with this part of our body. So once we start to connect with it, everything starts to change really quickly. And so even if you're 40 years postpartum, we can make a big difference with pelvic floor PT, whether, you know, whatever the issue is, it's never too late to treat this part of the body. Yeah. I, I I love that. I think that, you know, that's just music to my ears. I think that's such a great message. And I just want to make sure everybody kind of understood what you said. So 40 years postpartum, meaning 40 years since you had your baby, right? Not 40 years old. 40 years old is is definitely not too old, right? But if you had your baby at 20 and now you're 60, and you're having issues, there are lots of things that we can do. And pelvic floor physical therapy is almost always the first thing that we recommend, right? And even if it isn't, you know, the final treatment or doesn't fix everything, I think it always improves your condition and your function. You know, when I do surgeries, if someone has good muscle function and knows how to work that area and protect that area after surgery, they always do better. And so even if it isn't the final answer, it's always such an important, important step. So yeah. And one day we'll figure out a way to educate patients. And I mean, I guess everybody in school on the pelvic floor, but we're definitely not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's really important to start talking, you know, to kids. And when I work with parents, a lot of times I'm educating them on how to have a proper bowel movement. 
And they're like, oh my gosh, this is what my child does on the toilet. Like they're so smart. (laughs) They already knew what to do. And so, you know, I think a lot of times we can apply these techniques and even teach our children these things. And so it really should be foundational knowledge that everybody has. When I first took my very first pelvic floor course, I left feeling outraged that people didn't have this information and that I was 30 something and just learning it. And so I think, you know, being able to share this and make this common knowledge is really important. Yeah. And being comfortable talking about these things, right? Oh, yeah. And asking for help. I mean, that's a a big issue too, right? Is that um, a lot of times, you know, we're just not comfortable talking about this part of the body or we just want it to be perfect, right? And so we don't, we don't want to bring it up. So, you know, one other thing that I just wanted to talk to you about, I find this a lot in my clinic is that um, women come in and they're having symptoms, but we don't talk about this part of our body. And so they're, they're not sure how to describe their symptoms. So for example, yesterday I had a patient who, you know, was having some issue with leaking stool. And, and she said, you know, I wanted to come in and I wanted to say I was having loaded farts, but then I talked to a friend and I, I realized that's called bowel incontinence. So I'll, I'll use that term. And I said, well, you know, if you say loaded farts, I, I can figure that, I can figure that out. So do you find that women not having the right words is a, is a problem for you? I do. And I think, you know, a lot of times, especially with, um, there's so many diagnoses that we treat that the symptoms are very vague. Prolapse is one that comes to mind where Mm. people feel pressure, heaviness, they're unsure of what they're feeling. And it's just something that's different. And so I think that that's a great way to think about it is what is your typical normal? And is this um, a variety of a change from your normal. And that can give us a sense that something isn't quite right. The other thing I use with clients a lot, and I can link this on my Instagram page for people, but it's a 10 question questionnaire basically to figure out if you have any sort of pelvic floor dysfunction. Um, And so it gives us words for a lot of these things that are hard to explain. Um, And I use this with a lot of different providers who are kind of screening these people to be able to get a sense of if pelvic floor physical therapy would be right for them. But it is really hard to explain changes in this area. But thinking about if it's a difference from your normal, I think that's a great way to think about it and then know that, you know, a good educated provider should be able to help you come up with some words for what's going on. Yeah. I I mean, I I feel like I have another degree in kind of translation. And most of the time, I'm really, I'm not expecting anyone to ever come to me with the diagnosis. I'm mostly interested in your symptoms, right? What are you, what are you feeling? You don't have to leap ahead to that diagnosis, right? We just want to know the symptoms that you're having and then figuring out what might be causing those symptoms. Absolutely. Yeah. I think as physical therapists, you know, we're really trained not to treat a diagnosis Mm -hmm. and we're trained to treat impairments. And so we're looking at, you know, what is going on. Um, If say, for example, it's urinary incontinence, we're looking at how frequently the leakage is happening, how much leakage is happening. We're looking at all those pieces to figure out the root cause and be able to treat the client in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I I think, you know, anyone who's having symptoms should, you know, feel great about coming in to be evaluated, right? And not worrying about, you know, are my symptoms great enough? I mean, if if they bother you, then they should be evaluated, right? And we can kind of get you on the right, right path. So... Well, thank you so much for your time. I think that this is such a great model for so many women. 
Um, and I'm, I'm so excited that it's available. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate being here and I appreciate you taking the time to educate people. It's so important that we get this information out there. So thank yeah. you. It takes all of us, you know, it does. there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> no, we're on our way. <laughs> Baby steps. We'll get there one day. So, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you want more information about me or my online work, check out my website at www.thewomensbladderdoctor.com.